Okily dokily, let's put on our game faces. Game on! Woo! This is Bronco Nation, a Midwest Communications podcast. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim Lawless. It's Wednesday, but um, it's the morning. Yeah, welcome to the mornings. <laughs> this is weird. Well, it's my fault because Jim McKinney is filling in for Ken Lamphere over on uh, WKZO. And when Jim fills in, I have a habit of dropping in occasionally and uh, crashing the studio like, like I did at nine this morning. But um, I wanted to get us on to talk about the podcast to the uh, to the to the people that may not have heard of it, which we got in like. Two minutes or yeah, something like well, that. Well, it's all you really. Well, we we got in a like a ninety second fight, but that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which it, will probably continue here. It will. Yeah, I'll I can sure. already tell. Yeah, I'm Jim. He's Jordan. Bronco Nation. Okay, it's the it, we're getting into the summer season, so Bronco sports obviously are not happening right now. So we kind of turn the page and look at the professional side of things a little more. Tigers baseball, um, all Detroit sports. <laughs> and, of course, we take a look around the uh, NBA um, with the with the uh, finals going on and the uh, NHL Stanley Cup coming up and yeah, lots, uh, lots to do. And Zemlick, thank uh, you, Zemlick, for letting us do this. Zemlick Office Products, thanks to them, we are here. So make sure you check out the store on Stadium Drive or go to Zemlick.com. If you need office product solutions, they're the ones. They are. Yeah. Uh, Lightning and uh, Avalanche <clears throat> Yeah. in the finals. Which I don't, and I have zero rooting interest in either. Like the lightning because of three P man. Yeah, that'd be cool. The avalanche. Well, no, the yeah, lightning. No, no, no. Here, here's no. my thing. I am not a Colorado okay, all right, avalanche well, fan. Okay, let me. Well, let me look at it this way. Neither am I. And, and the avalanche thing goes way back to you know Red Wings avalanche the wars they had yeah. many years ago. But um, the lightning, if they do three Pete, Iserman built the team. When you think about it, he did. So maybe that could bode for better times in Detroit down the road. Perhaps. You would hope. I just think you have a chance to witness history in getting this three-peat. I mean, if they never won another Stanley Cup after this, I'd be fine with it. Well, yeah. If they end up winning this and a bunch more, like, great. But I just I can't pull for the avalanche. I can't well, do yeah, it. Well, yeah. But I, but I, you know, it's, it's not like it's going to be must-see TV for me. And um, I'm not even sure what network's carrying the finals, to be honest with you. So uh, that tells you tells you how much I pay attention to that. Is it the NHL that. or is it ESPN? Well, if it's ESPN, there's no watching that at my residence because and I hate no I, cable. I hate to throw shade at the mothership. They're, yeah, it's ESPN. Their coverage of the NHL. It's bad. It is horrible. Well, the man retired. You don't have the great Doc Emmerich. It's not. It's not them though. It's ESPN's coverage. Well, you, it's the people that they've hired and put in places. It's just like, what are we doing? But you're right. Yes, yeah. I am thinking of better times of yeah 
Did I ever tell and you Doc, And Doc? Doc, Doc was just so great. You know, his flow of the game, it's yeah. like listening to Robin Hook on radio. The flow of the game and then the backstories as well. It's, you know. It's not this up and down. A lot of young broadcasters do this up and ah, 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 ah. Guys oh, yeah. like Guys yeah. like Emmerich and Hook, they're steady, steady, steady up a little bit. Steady, steady. That Just call the game. Right. That's what they do. They just call the game. And em- Emmerich and, and Hook both know when to raise their level yep. and when to bring it back down. Yep. And that's a professional. That's that, that's the best in the game. And it's hard to find that now. We did have our little broadcast discussion, yeah. you know, yeah. a little bit last week. Of course, we all know how we feel about a certain <clears throat> Tigers <clears throat> or color analyst. <clears throat> um, yeah. And yes, uh, Craig should be in regular all yes. the time. Hire him. Chris, Chris, Chris. <laughs> Jim Price is not your buddy anymore. No. 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 That that was that was uh Mike's buddy. Well, and here's my thing. I think it would do Simo a lot of good to get him off Bally. Well, yeah. Because I think he can be a good broadcaster, but because he's got to toe that company line and not say anything bad, there's some things that come out of his mouth. It's like Dude, did you even believe that? Right. Here come the Tigers. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, if you listened over on KZO and you're checking this out for the for the uh, first time, thank you. This is how we flow. We, it, it's like we're ADHD all over the place. We start on a subject and then subject number two just kind of throws itself in. We don't have anything listed. We don't know what we're going to talk about coming in. And then I open my mouth or he opens his mouth. Let's start here. And that's how it this works. works. Uh, speaking of topic number two, uh, NBA Finals game six tomorrow night, nine o'clock back in Boston. Um, I hate to say it, but I think the Warriors are going to take another one. Um, without Wiseman too, which it's yeah. kind of a big deal. Um, yeah, the Warriors have been there. The problem with the Celtics is, and I saw a perfect meme of this. My brother sent it this morning, and he's been saying it all along. So I will give him kudos here. He was right. The perfect comparison for Jason Tatum on the Celtics is Paul George. The highs are unbelievable <clears throat> MVP level the lows it's like get this dude off the court <laughs> and that's Boston's problem yeah they don't have that true number one guy he doesn't have ice water in his veins yet yeah but then but then again you know you you can still you this is this is going to the how many stars you have on your team or your superstar level. Obviously, Steph Curry, superstar. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Yeah, he's he's, he's a he's, superstar. Okay, we'll give you that. He okay, we'll give him that. Everybody else, you Draymond know, like, Green. No. no, and I want to. No. I want to. I've got a bone to pick with him too. He plays his style, the way he trash talks. <clears throat> it. Fits the late 80s, early 90s. I tell you what, though, those guys would have beat him up. Mm-hmm. He needs to shut his mouth. He whines after mm-hmm. everything. He is, I, I don't know how they can st- still have this guy on their roster. He Beca- is be- become a, a Cubs, become a Cubs fan. You'll, you'll learn how to lose. <laughs> 
that's how I got through life so far. <laughs> I this is how I accept losing. <laughs> I watched the or the t- Tigers <laughs> well, in the true. '90s and early 2000s. I know plenty about and for some reason watch the Lions. I know plenty about losing. <laughs> but 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 the Celtics, you know, the Celtics are good, but they don't have the superstar. They don't have the big, huge. The really, num- we talk about it all the time. The number one. They don't have that yeah. true number. They don't uh-huh. have their MJ. They don't have their Kobe. They but don't have their but as a team, they the gel. They do. That's why they still have a chance to pull things off. Yes. And that's part of what I preach with the other sports, you know, when we're talking football with the Lions and uh, baseball with the Tigers and Cubs, or the Red Wings. It you Sometimes you don't need that big stud. You just need good team play. Which is where, of course, the Lions are probably headed towards. We're hoping, but we're not talking that right now. But yeah, the Celtics, um, you know, if if they just play well as a team, they're going to stay into this to game seven. Oh, I I see it going seven. They're going to push this thing to seven. Especially going, they go back to uh, Boston for now. six, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, because uh, because they they want to use up all of the jet fuel they can flying coast to coast. Yeah, pretty much. It, they need to fix that playoff format. Yeah. Why not go two three two? That's that's what they used to do, right? Uh, no, they've always been two two one no, one one. I, do I believe. feel oh, like wait, okay. Well, well early this is two thousand. Okay, way back. Yeah, yeah, way back. All right, you're right. I do remember right. that. I don't know why they changed it. They, it's it should be two three two, and don't spread out the games so far apart. I know. It's... You don't need three days recovery time no. between games three and four. Leave it alone. Absolutely. Okay, thank you. My God, we get along. <laughs> I'm going to talk to McKinney when we get done. He he may have changed us. <laughs> Maybe I'll pull him in here for a soccer update. <laughs> I'm good on the soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we can only abuse that so much. I will say, though, cool moment for my brother. Um, we've talked about him before, my twin. Uh, he lives in Indy. Yep. He's a freelance, uh, works in sports video production. So Austin, he works on right? the, yeah, works yeah. on the broadcasts. Um, so he travels a lot. Like last fall, he was on a traveling crew for, I can't remember what conference of football it was. It was a mid-major. It was like out West a lot or not like Midwest, like Dakotas, Iowa, that kind <clears> of st- Missouri. Uh, but was it a week or two ago? He got flown out to Arizona to Phoenix. They rented him a red Dodge Charger, put him up in a hotel, all this stuff. And he worked that friendly match between what was it like Uruguay and Mexico at, mm. at the Cardinal Stadium in Glendale. I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, there's nothing. Oh, that's a great job. Go and watch sports uh, for is, a living. Yeah, and he gets to work. He he was doing cam like he does camera on all these broadcasts. Now he's working at these concert venues down there. They do like the in-house show. It's like, <clears throat> God, I hate you. But here's the thing: it's two different lifestyles. He is going on thirty. He's single. You know, lives in a city that. He doesn't have a lot of friends, no family, nothing like that. Right. Whereas I'm going on going on thirty, 30 forty five minutes from home, married, <laughs> all this other stuff. So it it, it shows you, you know, and it's just a, a message to any kids listening, or if you're a parent and you got a kid that's getting into that age, it is never too early to start your career. 
I would say early as 16. If there's something you're interested in, get it started. Especially if you're going to go to college, get it started while you're in college. Don't wait until the last semester when you need an internship or something. And if you like something, follow it with your heart, with your passion, and I promise things will happen for you. McKinney's grandson, 12-year-old Aiden's already a star. He came in, he came in here, and I, I was listening. I was out working, and I was, and I was listening to it. I was just like, man, I want his autograph. <laughs> Some kids just have it, man. I know. Yeah. I, I wonder like how many, it's like musicians and basketball players, like how many truly gifted people are there out there that have no idea they have this incredible gift because they never got a chance. Right. It's right. crazy. Right. Right. I don't know. I man, heard, I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Tom Morello on Sirius XM and I was like, he could have been a disc jockey, man. I mean, mm-hmm. good job choosing music. You made a well, yeah. heck of a lot more money. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Trust me. It, it, you, you make more writing and singing than you do talking. Trust me. <laughs> that's a I, fact. And I'm not even going to bring my pay stub in the, in the play here. Okay? I'm just, I'm just going to leave it at that. Who's spying on us? I just saw a head go by, so oh, okay. I was going to see who it was. Oh, all right. Yeah, Speaking so. of which, I... No, someone... Oh, 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 it is. It's it's Stephanie. Oh, <laughs> Hi, Steph. What's going on? Oh, I'm just looking for Paul. I can't find him anywhere. <laughs> We're doing a podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having the weirdest thing right now. My computer thinks it's 9.23 p.m. And I got an email that was forwarded that literally says mm-hmm. it was sent tomorrow at 1.26 a.m. <laughs> what? Yeah. I have no idea. Technology. <laughs> gotta love it. <laughs> And for those of you who were listening on KZO earlier and you're wondering what just happened, this happens all the time. <laughs> People just crash in, which is good. That's fine. The more the merrier. McKinney thinks they can pack a bunch of people in studio. Just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get a sandwich going in here. Hey, we got this back table. Oh, like, man. We got we got, space. We, oh, yeah. KZO studio. It's Mush. tight. Yeah. It's tight in there. Yeah, this one has a little more room. Anyways, yeah, okay. I don't even remember where we were. <laughs> okay, we we were talking basketball. We were okay. talking. We were talking the Celtics and the Warriors, uh, and yeah. and we kind of segued out of that because, like I said earlier, we act like we're a couple of ADHD guys. We just don't know what we're doing. Before we get into the the main course of this week's podcast, oh. I wanted to check just top headlines, ESPN. Yeah, uh, Detroit Tigers fans, you may want to uh, grab a seat. Yeah. yeah. And a, maybe even a beverage. You yes, might need it. You might. Or maybe a smoky treat. I don't know what you like. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so uh, I saw... Listen responsibly. That's what we're saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do it at home. Uh, <laughs> or don't drive. And, and lock your doors. <laughs> um, we've, we've talked about over the, I don't know, almost year, man. We are coming up on a year of doing this. But what? We, we've talked a lot about. Um, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We started this in September, right? We're coming up. Well, okay, so we're. Nine, nine yeah, getting yeah, on nine, that nine months. months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it flies, dude. Anyways, we've talked about <clears throat> toxic owners and how often they can be the biggest problem in a franchise. I mean, look at Oakland Raiders, uh, mm. Cincinnati Reds. Mm. I know where you're going. Cleveland with Browns. This. I know exactly where you're 
I don't know that you do. Really? Um, really? There's been a lot of reports over the years. I can't remember who the owner is of the Phoenix Suns. Oh, you, you, oh, you, oh, yeah, you are. Uh, you're going in a different direction here. Um, from what I've heard over the years, he, he's not a great guy. Well, I'll just put it that way. I won't dig into things. Uh, but a Phoenix Suns employee has resigned, citing retaliation after reporting concerns about toxic and misogynistic culture. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I yeah I I that's something that I haven't looked into, so I can't you know. Oh, this, this is been, new. It's news to me. You know, it's a it, this has been a topic of discussion. Robert Sarver. Sarver. He. Uh, he was the Western Alliance executive chairman. Uh, looks <clears throat> like he. He owns the Phoenix Mercury, too. He's in real estate. Yeah, from what I understand, this is just another nail in the coffin for this guy. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to bring it up. I saw it. Some of you know will know what I'm talking about. Right. Basketball fans, at least. Right. You see, I, I, I have mentioned on many podcasts that I'm not a big fan of the NBA, but I'm starting to uh, lean towards getting more into it. Because the play has really picked up, and it's it's entertaining to watch now. It's a different, it's it a different game. Yeah. It, it, it's more it's more fun to watch. Yeah. Here's the thing that the NBA does well. They know how to promote their stars. Right. I'll, I'll give you that. They really do. Out of any sport, they are the best yeah. at promoting their stars. You know, I mean, if you took a survey and asked people their favorite player, you did like 100 people, I bet you the majority would say an NBA player or football. Yeah. Hockey and Hockey and bas and baseball just baseball it's it's that old tradition they do it's not it's not an individual sport it's a team game and that, that that's where I come from that's that's me but can't that's you me. embrace your best players like that's well, that's you, how you yeah, keep well, your game course. alive well even back in bowling when I when I was bowling regular we had our anchor that was the man the yeah. fifth bowler that was the man who was supposed to win the game for us when we needed him to yeah that's how that works I get it I understand it yeah but. It's still a team. It's still it takes a team to win. That's where I come from. Mm -hmm. Not okay. Yeah, like the Lions, Stafford and uh, and uh, God, I can't even think. <laughs> from the Lions. <laughs> yeah, our our, our our wide our wide receiver Calvin. stud, Megatron. Yeah, thank you. Um, even with those two, you, you still can find success because because it's a team game. All everyone has to be on board. You had boneheads running this franchise too. Well, they, well that too. And coaching. And, and well, yeah. you look back on it, it's like Rod Marinelli. <sighs> Yikes. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> Marty Morningweg. I mean, I could just go on and on. And it's it's well, brutal. See, and, it's and, brutal. Yeah, but now. Of course, we have we have a coach, Dan Campbell, who um, has interimed, yep. but has never been a full blown full time head coach. Mm -hmm. This is his first gig, yep. as, as far as that goes. And I'm going to say it over and over again: I like what I'm seeing. I really do. I do too. It it and <clears throat> something that this state needs, <clears throat> especially the Detroit area. 
Just I a mean, winner. The Tigers can't do it. The Red Wings, they'll they'll be back eventually, but yeah. right now, no. no. Um, the Pistons, we we all know how that circus is run right now. But again, it's like the Lions. It has hope. You have it, Kay Cunningham, and, and, and that's what the Lions. That's what what we need to do is you can you know you can pull a Jordan and say, well, until it's proven on the field, until I see it, I'm going to be cynical about it. We need hope. I mean, we need we need to go into this season smiling, thinking, not not in Ron Sano terms. This is our year, but you know, things are looking better, and we need to embrace that. I will give you that. <clears throat> things are looking better. There is a little bit of hope. I'm just not drinking the Kool Aid yet. I'm well, not going to get drunk before the season starts. Neither am I. I got Monster Hydro. Thank you. <laughs> um, I love this stuff. Oh. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to sit back and say that there isn't a glimmer of hope. I'm just, what I am doing, and I think it's a discussion they may have had on the Lenny show yesterday. My brother was texting me about it. Um, being a fan, it's hard because, like, you're a fanatic. Yes. I'm a little bit of a different animal as a fan. Right. The reason I am the way that I am is because I don't set myself up for disappointment. I've too often in the past, you get so into something and then it doesn't work out and or your team goes to the finals and they lose. And I've just become jaded as a fan. Right. It's hard. It's like it, it's like your dreams being crushed all the time. Yeah. So it's just I've distanced myself and I put myself in a situation where I can't be let down. So if I expect good things out of the Tigers, but also at the time know that they could go off the rails, I'm not disappointed. Mm-hmm. I live in reality. There's right. a chance it could right. go either way. Right, right. You know, it's hard. It's, you know, I, 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 I'll, I'll always love and appreciate Detroit sports. Obviously, I'm a lifelong diehard Cubs fan, as, as, as most of you know. But you know, when I'm sitting here on the board where Jordan's sitting right now, and I'm running uh, Bronco games over on Jack FM, and I'm in, I'm in the uh, post game scoreboard update. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna hear the homer in me. That's how I am. I'm I'm a fanatic. I, when it comes to college, I don't care about that. <clears throat> it, it doesn't matter, college or pro. I'm I'm yeah, using I'm using college as a basis. And remember, this is Bronco Nation. <laughs> no, I would rather you a, be a homer for the Broncos. Well, you can be a homer for you can be a homer for whatever you're covering. Not pros. Tell, all right, talk to Dan Dickerson. Um, he's not that. He's a oh, he, you haven't heard his. He's Homer. He's Homer. Oh Dick, my! You know who I Way like. Back and of course, if it's if it's the opposition, that ball's trouble. He's a homer. He's a homer. I mean, you kind of have to be, but a and, little and it's bit. the art of hitting. <laughs> but you know who I think does it well is Dan Miller. Oh, I love his. I love his he'll, calls. He'll and get people, sarcastic when the t- the Lions yeah, do oh, something stupid. Oh, he, oh, he'll he'll bury he lets him. Let them have it. Yeah, and people. And he still jump, has a job. People jump on him saying he's a horrible broadcaster. No, nope. no, he's great. I love him. I love him. He's so fun to listen to, and I think he's going to be next door um, this fall. I do believe. Did we not have him last year? We had him last year. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to be on board again this year, okay. and we should because things are looking up. Like I said. Yeah, they are. 
and it'll be fun to listen to Dan say, Touchdown, Detroit Lions! <laughs> Love that call. He's calling back in a back one in the 0-16 season. He still showed enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. In the close games, he was there. He was. That's and and you you gotta love it. <sighs> um, there's one more thing I wanted. told you. I told you we ramble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's one more thing I wanted to get to before we got into. Oh yeah, we still baseball. have our. Oh yeah. Yeah, the entree is still coming. Yep. Um. Yeah, as a uh, card collector, most of my life, that's where my passion for sports started. Mm. Some kid, I rode uh, a bus to school when I was in like preschool, and this older kid would give us me cards all the time. Me and my brother, uh, record-breaking Michael Jordan rookie card sells for uh, over one million dollars. I believe it. Why? 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 Why can't I ever get anything like that? The coolest thing we ever got, it was a 2004 Topps football card. It had a piece of the Super Bowl football. It was numbered out of 99, and it was signed by none other than Tom Brady. Really? It sold, I believe, when my brother offloaded it. He needed some money. He had just moved to Indiana after mm-hmm. a horrible breakup that drained him a lot of cash getting out of an apartment. Um I think he sold it for like thirty five hundred bucks. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. So I don't know. I well, just saw that's that what that's like, why he can have nice things and you can't. <laughs> he also works and gets <laughs> paid more than me. He works in TV, man. They just inherently get paid more than we do. Yeah. Well, radio is a labor of love. It it, is. Ra- radio is a drug. It, it literally is. is. It is. I mean, I I I've walked away, and. I say I got dragged back in kicking and screaming. It's kind of a half truth. Yeah, <laughs> because, you voluntarily because it's back. because it's radio. It's a drug. It is, it is a drug. It should, the FDA needs to check into this. Somehow. Yeah, I mean, believe me, there have been times where I've thought about walking away, but you just you can't do it. No, no, not not. In, like now we're not talking here, you know, because yeah. jo- Jordan's had his travels over on the east side and over in Iowa. And yeah, all of I've that. been all over the place. Now Iowa, I could see why you'd want to leave. <laughs> hey, I that's was, when it started. Man. I, I was born in Des Moines. I know. I get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's get into baseball. Um, go over the standings quick, and then we're going to talk Tigers. And I'm sure this is where most of the arguing is going to come from. Uh, in the National League, the Mets just ripping along, 41 and 22. Yeah. Uh, the Braves on a 13-game game win winning streak. streak. Oh, man, Th- that division is going to be fun. 36-27, and 27, though, five games back. 31-31 uh, and 31 are the Phillies. <clears throat> They've kind of been a train wreck. Didn't they fire Girardi this year, too? Yep. Uh, Miami Marlins, 28-32, and 32, and the Nationals, 23-41. and 41. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes! Uh huh. And and uh, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. St. Louis uh, leading the Central, thirty-seven and twenty-seven. <clears throat> the Brew Crew, thirty-four and twenty-nine, two and a half back. Uh, let's see here. The Pirates, losers of nine in a row. 
24 and 37. Now, did were they no hit last night? I, I didn't check because uh, I I, they were know. playing the Cardinals, and I forget who was pitching for, for the Cardinals, but I got to alert down my phone. That, Why don't you give it a Google? That uh, well, I, I've got something else up on my Hold phone. On. I got to get on my here. phone right now. Chicago Cubs. Yeah, we're, 28 and 38. You, know, you see what the Reds are doing? Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. This is this is ugly. 23 and 39. The Cubs losers of eight straight. <clears throat> yep. Uh, in the West. Dodgers thirty-eight and twenty-three. Uh, the Padres are thirty-nine and twenty-four. They are currently tied. Um, I I got a soft spot for the Padres, man. Mm-hmm. I got that Padres hat that I got at Petco Park, and I don't know if you noticed. I got a Twins hat. Yay! It was four fifty at Marshalls. I was like, yeah, that's going a, a Twinkies hat. You can hardly tell though. Yeah, it's just a little banner that says Twins. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Um, San Francisco Giants, three games back, uh, 35 and 26 Diamondbacks, 29 and 35 Rockies, 27 and 35 and the, uh, Padres right now, just because of, uh, even though they're tied with the Dodgers, the Dodgers with 38 wins, Padres with 39 and one more loss, actually percentage wise, it's uh, 4.004, which puts the Dodgers in the division lead Padres are the number one wild card. Giants are two. The Braves have snuck into number three. And they have a two-game lead over the Brewers for mm-hmm. the last wild card. We can start mentioning wild card um, standings now. I think we're deep enough into the season to where you can maybe take a peek ski. I mean, and see, you know. we're almost getting to all-star break. Yeah, so we it, we still we need to start looking at the wild cards, you know, without a doubt. Uh, let's look at the American <clears throat> League. Uh, Yankees... Still the best team in baseball, yep. 45 and 16. 738. Winning 738 winning percentage. Nuts. It's like, it's like the Yankees of the 90s and 2000s. Uh, <clears throat> Toronto behind them, nine games back, and they're still 11 games over 500, 36 and 25. <laughs> uh, Tampa, 35 and 26. They're no slouch, but they're 10 games back. Uh, I mean, even Boston putting a respectable season together, thirty-three and twenty-nine. They're twelve and a half back. Yeah, they're on a. They they've gone eight and two in the last ten, and they've snuck into the third wild card. Yeah, so. Orioles twenty-seven and thirty-six. Looking at the <clears throat> West, the Astros thirty-eight and twenty-four. I saw you posted yesterday that Verlander the first to eight wins this year. Yeah, uh, the you Ra- see his ERA. My God, one <sighs> ninety. Yeah. Oh. And he's what thirty seven? Yeah. Baseball's Tom Brady possible? Yeah. He could uh, he could be pitching at forty five. God, let's hope not. Uh, Texas Rangers twenty nine and thirty two, eight and a half back. I feel so bad for Mike Trout and Shane Otani and some of those other players. Twenty nine and thirty four. There and there's. There's the rub right there. You have two of the best players in baseball on the same team, and they're under 500. My argument stands right yeah, there. Yeah, but a lot of— Team you, baseball. But here's the thing, Jim. Team baseball. You have a point, but you look at the leaders of these divisions, the Dodgers, the Cardinals, the Mets, the Strohs, the Yankees. They have star power and they have a team. You got to have both, right? Well, the Yankees is bought and paid for. They're bought and paid for. The Steinbrenner era still continues, but Mo- you know. most of 
the successful <coughs> Tigers of the aughts were bought. Just saying. Well, I mean, they traded for a few, but yeah, they bought a lot of them. They can't. They've proved they can't develop players. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, Blue Jays, uh, Rays, and Red Sox are the wild cards in the the AL right I'm now. not shocked. I mean, we just went over. Right. Uh Seattle's 28 and 34. <clears throat> Oakland 21 and 42. Uh the Central, the Twins in first, not the Central might be the worst division in baseball. Mhm. The Met or the Twins are only 8 game, games over 500. Mm-hmm. The Guardians are 3 games over 500. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of <clears throat> disappointed they're not going to be in town this weekend when my wife and I are there. Uh, Chicago White Sox, I don't know what is going on with them. 29 and 31, they are five games back. They may have to blow that thing up. They might. They've got a few players they get some decent returns on. Oh, I, I don't uh, think it's working. August 1st is going to be uh, very interesting around these parts. Yeah. All, th- all three teams, Tigers, Cubs, and Sox. Tigers are going to have to sell anything they have of value. <clears throat> yeah. You, it's, it's you, true. You, you think Scooble's going to go on the block? He might. I don't think so. I, dude, I think I you th- have to. <sighs> D- don't, don't let the Matt Boyd and Fulmer situation happen again. You learned your lesson with those two. And here's the thing. Al Avila can't be the one making the deal. Because I if think, that's the case, f- don't do anything at the deadline. Wait until the end of the year, fire him, and then let somebody do and it. And we're starting to roll into the uh, into the uh, the meat of our potato. Yes. Uh, take, t- it, take it away. Go Tiger, ahead. Go well, ahead. Here we and, go. Tigers 24 and 37, 10 and a half back. Yeah. And somehow the Royals worse, 20 and 41, 14 and a half back. Um, yeah, I think I'm calling it right now. This thing is catastrophic. It is officially off the tracks. They're on pace to win 66, 67 uh-huh. games. And the, and the home run leaders have five. We're, we're in June. Yeah. Five home runs leading the team. Okay, Comerica is not a homer-friendly ballpark by any stretch of the imagination. The five is bad. Especially, especially when you want a cool day to hit home runs because of the way the park's designed. Because you you get a southerly wind, that's going to hold baseballs in the building. Mm-hmm. But still. But God, Candelario with five, <laughs> Scope with five, Castro with four, Torkelson four. It's a bleep show. It. Miggy leading with 289 batting average 289. Now you see that's okay. That's okay. If you have now, if you have five or six other players in the upper twos, you might be okay. That's not the case with Detroit. You get rid of Miggy, your leading hitter. Scope buck 89. 100 points behind. You take Miggy out of the equation, you have no one on the Detroit Tigers roster hitting 200. Miggy's not scoring any runs, so what does it matter? Miggy's at least hitting the ball. And Miggy also leads. you runs. He, he hits third in the lineup. You need to score me runs. And, I don't care about singles he, when you're third in the lineup. And he's hit, he's hit in 21 to lead the team. Wow, 21 runs. Let's Let's have a parade. Because I did enti- see they had another celebration. Team for baseball, the entire the entire team is crapping out. Miggy should be maybe number three or number four. You want and you want to know how bad this is? 
They had another celebration for his 3,000th hit. The day of wasn't good enough. You needed another. Another. And the course to the Tigers came through and hit the ball twice. Two hits all game for Miggy's celebration. Two hits. Why do you, it, Dulce, why Dulce. do you need to celebrate something he already celebrated? Give it a rest. Because that's our glimmer of hope in Detroit. Uh, no, that just proves how bad un, it is. Until September happens, that's our glimmer of hope in Detroit. <sighs> so, Miggy, Miggy is the only thing keeping that. Miggy is the only reason people show up to the ballpark. I don't think people are going to see Miggy, man. Maybe. <clears throat> Five, ten years ago when he was mashing balls out of the ballpark. Who the hell wants to go to Comerica Park and watch him hit a single? If the, the, your your val, your argument is invalid. If he was 289 and hitting with power, maybe I'd give it to his you. His power the dude has is gone hitting, away. He's aging. The, yeah, some ball players don't age like others. It doesn't matter, though. He is hitting third in the lineup. When someone is hitting third in the lineup, they are hitting balls out of the park. Or they're hitting extra base hits. Well, do you want him leading off then? No, I want him at like six. And then but the team then is you'll so see, horrible, then, you can't do that. Then you'll see the same thing over and over again, just out of the six hole. Here's the problem. It doesn't matter where you put him in the lineup. The because team the team sucks. is so horrible. Thank you. My God, we agree. McKinney, what are you doing to me? Let's check in with the Tigers free agent signings. Javi Baez, $160 million, a 193 average and a 530 OPS. Uh-huh. Eduardo Rodriguez, 75 million or 77 million. He's not even with the team right now. He cheated with his wife, and rumor has it that he may have lied about getting the vaccine and had a fake card. Why do they put him on that particular list? Most of the time, places will or organizations will work with people and make sure they're getting paid. He is not getting paid. Something bad is happening here with that. On top of all the other injuries, Andrew Schaffen has a 352 ERA with a 1.3 whip, and Michael Pineda is hurt, and you spent fifteen or five and a half million on him. People will say, "Well, they had the fifth most expensive offseason in baseball." It's deceiving. You know what he did? They went to the clearance section at the store. And don't get me wrong. I love clearance sections. That's where I build my wardrobe. But here's the thing. Building a wardrobe and building a winning franchise are two different things. You don't go to the clearance bin. Yeah, they spent the fifth mount in baseball, but they signed a bunch of boobs that suck. Javi Baez sucks. He is done like dinner. And here's the funny thing. These contracts had two-year opt-outs. Here's the most ironic, and it's delicious. Now Cheapstifer is going to be on the hook for all of it because they're not going to opt out because they suck. That's the whole irony in this. You're probably another decade away from competing. That's how bad this is. You are seven years into a rebuild, and you said, we're going to take the training wheels off. You told fans that you were going to compete. This is what you got to show for it. Get out, Al Avila. Get out. I got a better idea. Get out. I got a better idea. The team's fixable. Who's no, the, it's who's not. who's the hitting coach? Get rid of him. He obviously sucks. I don't think. I, I think it's so much deeper than hitting coaches, man. You, you think you think Hinch is part of the problem? No. No, and here's the <clears> thing: <throat> you're going to lose Hinch in this whole thing. This team is so wretchedly bad. He's going to leave for a better gig. 
and you're going to lose one of the best coaches in baseball. It's possible. He's paying for his sins right now. He had to sit out, and now he's got to coach this garbage well, team. The, okay. And I've said it before. It's the tools and the ingredients that the chef has. This is not fixable. You do not have anything in the farm system, and you hardly have anything on the major league level that is worth trading for. This is catastrophic. And we need a new hitting coach. You need Some... everything, Jim. You need to wipe this thing clean. Good luck with that. Fix clean. what you fix what you have. It's a disaster. It's try not to, fixable. Try to fix what you have. Try. Like try. I told you, it's it it is going to be another decade until they are ready to compete. That's how bad this is. Seven years. Seven years into the rebuild. And this was the year you were going to compete. They'll be w- lucky to win 67 games. Yep. <clears throat> well, every everyone had that thought. <sighs> Moment of silence, I think. Rest in peace. All right, so... Let's put this on you because we're we're getting down in time. How do you fix it completely? You tell me. You play GM. How do you fix this? How do you fix this disaster they're in? I think you start with the GM. Al Avila has to go. Right. I, I agree with that. 100%. He's, but he, here's the thing. He's overstayed. He's overstayed as well. Illich loves him because he can take all the flack for being a cheapskate. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He doesn't have to face any of it. Everybody just trashes Avila. Or Avila, as he once said on ESPN, or uh, the ticket. It's actually pronounced Avila. So they have a drop of their producer going, Avila. (laughs) (laughs) So every time in the group chat with my brother and my friend, every time we trash Avila or something bad happens with the Tigers, I go, Avila. And of course, I I don't know if, if... You, I think you may have mentioned it. Why did I just smack the microphone? Um, <laughs> that microphone. that Illich is more into the Red Wings yes. than he is the Tigers, it's and that's clear. been a family thing. The Red Wings and Tigers were coexisting great in 2006. Yeah, but then you saw this. The Red Wings started they, to they, reach for that. 08 was the last time they competed. Right, After 08, right. it yeah. took a dive. Yep. Oh, yeah. And Holland was so focused, and even Illich, Mr. I was guilty of it. They wanted that thing, quote-unquote, competing. They were so focused on the streak that they were good enough to make the playoffs but not good enough to actually compete. So you're seeing mm-hmm. mere, you're seeing some weird things. And you kind of, you look at the free agent signings that I just talked about. Go back to when Dombrowski left, and they tried to keep this thing afloat. Jordan Zimmerman. Mike Pelfrey, mm-hmm. Al Avila cannot sign free agents. He is proven incapable. And you know where Dombrowski is now? Yeah, winning. Philadelphia. Yeah, but he won after he left here. He did. Yeah, well, with the Red Sox. Well, he had he had a great lineup to work. He had a great team to work with too. He's he didn't a, he didn't really build that team. That team was pretty much handed to him. He's a great GM though. <clears throat> we he's, we can, he's a pretty good GM. We can thank a lot of. The Tigers' success in those years to him, yeah, and and then and then when the Tigers started faulting, faltering, um, everyone jumped on yep. Dombrowski and started calling him Dumbrowski. And this is this is how bad it is. Al Avila or Al Avila, his best signing as a GM was his son. At the last half of his career, 
because then he traded him and got pieces out of him. That's pathetic. This man doesn't know what he's doing. It's clear. You go back to the reports of him trying to trade Matt Boyd for Glaber Torres. Like, did you just smoke a bunch of Quaaludes? Like, <laughs> do you understand how this works? <laughs> it's it it's bad. And here's the thing. I think where the problem started, and I hate when franchises do this. I hate it. Even colleges. When somebody leaves for another job or is fired, you don't replace them with their assistant or their number two or whatever. You start clean. Oh, we could jump back to Bronco basketball with that comment. I got it. I talked about it all winter. I got it. I got it. Yeah. I got it. You're good. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. McKinney, McKinney what have you done to us? <laughs> what have you done to me? <laughs> I do. I, I have agreed with you today more than. Oh. <laughs> a good thing I, I have. Dirty, I, doesn't okay, it? Okay. <laughs> I, I have the day off. I, I have uh, a few old styles at home I'll be enjoying later and really thinking this day over. <laughs> Taking some real evaluation into your life. Oh, it needs it bad. <laughs> if I'm agreeing with you, this podcast is toast. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my. Do you see this meme right now? Oh, my God. Okay, McKinney, McKinney was doing a, a thing over on the uh, AM or where bumper music was inappropriate music. Yeah. I'm looking at inappropriate meme right now. God. It's pretty bad. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I heard, I, okay, I, you tell them what you're what we're looking at. Deshaun Cosby. <laughs> I saw somebody called that on Facebook yesterday. <laughs> The, the, to be clear, the, the whole situation, not funny at all. It's It really is not. The Browns are a train wreck. <laughs> you, you thought it was bad in Detroit. <laughs> Just go a little bit east. I'll be there this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you picked the vacation? Boy, I hope you're going to the Rock and Roll Hall oh, of Fame. Oh, dude, of course. Good man. Cuyahoga okay. Falls National Park. Oh, there you beach go. Beach Dan Lake Erie. Yeah. Cedar Point? No. Oh. Separate trip. We only have so many days. Yeah. But it says, first look, Deshaun Watson in a Cleveland Browns uniform. <laughs> it's Photoshopped. All right, Detroit, Detroit Lions fans, I'm going to say one more thing about, about all this hope that we're looking for. Man, we got a long podcast today. Yeah, wow. we do. <laughs> this is, which is fine. <laughs> Sit in, grab a beer, enjoy. Um, <laughs> the Lions are actually sitting in a very, very good spot right now. They're the not the pack, laughing stock. The pack, no. The, and I'm ignoring the Browns right now. I'm ignoring that mem right now. I'm completely ignoring it. The Packers are not the Packers of old, as Aaron Rodgers' team has been torn up underneath him. He's, it's still Aaron Rodgers. But, but it's not going to be the same. I'm telling you right now. We will see. The Vikings are better, but they're no. not great. No. The Bears, they suck. Um <laughs> Pretty much. They didn't do anything at all in the offseason that I saw that would help them out. So the Lions are actually sitting in a decent spot. They really are. Which is part of my fan fanatic 
hope and yeah delusion well shut up <laughs> uh, one more thing before we go i just saw this now kalamazoo um former bronco football player jarell mckinney has come back uh he was cooking out of his uh off-campus apartments to pay the bills but his uh Takeout restaurant, House of Soul and Seafood, going to open next month at the corner of Howard and West Michigan. Oh, West Campus. Yeah. Oh, may want to go try that out. You and I might have to do that. I think so. This they, That might be a broadcast spot. That could be a broadcast spot. Maybe we get Jarrell to come on. Hey, I, I think we could probably twist his we, arm. Yeah, we might, we might have to make some phone calls. Right. That's maybe, a thought there, Jim. May, you know, maybe we can get Hook to join us there. Mm-hmm. Thank thinking, man. Mm-hmm. You get on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're. Well, we we need to set it all up first before I start making all these all these phone calls to Robin and all that. And it, maybe Carolyn needs to be involved too. We'll just have a big party. Yeah, it'll be a ball. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Bronco Nation brought to you by Zemlick. Check them out, zemlick.com. And yeah, if if you're listening and you know of a spot that you'd like us to come out to and, and record the show, let us know. Yeah. You know, and we'll try to put the wheels together and make it happen. Email us, uh, Jordan, period, last, L-A-S-S, at MWCRadio.com. And he is Jim. Dot Lawless, L-A-W-L-E-S-S, just like Lucy, <laughs> not related, hint, hint, wink, wink, at MWCRadio.com. So, yeah, hit us up with your suggestions. Maybe there's something you want us to talk about that we haven't touched. Uh, you can reach out on those yeah. uh, those emails. And, again, thanks, Emelick, for letting us be here. I, I don't know how much longer we will be after this episode, but hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we will see on that, but, yeah. It, it, it's like Jim McKinney next door. He's, every time I open up that mic, the FCC might just pull my plug. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, we will continue to thank Zemlick. Check them out, zemlick.com, and their brick-and-mortar location off of uh, Stadium Drive. But yeah. uh, until next week, that is all, guys. That is it. Hey, let's go grab lunch. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's a, it is an early podcast. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bronco Nation podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.